This week's episode of Horror Review is brought to you in part by B2BB Podcast, home of such shows as Imperfect Geniuses, N2C Gaming, Scott Report, and My Opinion Podcast, and of course, Horror Review. You can go ahead and search for it on Facebook, SoundCloud, Google, any media source, including YouTube. So, without further ado, enjoy the review. Triple Seven's horror review, where I review a horror movie that you may or may not have seen. So it is the new year, and this is the first Friday the 13th of the new year. And I figured, hey, I should just go ahead and cover Friday the 13th, the original. So that's what this is. I'm going to be doing an in depth review of that. So just to let you all know, because it's an in depth review, there will be spoilers. So if you've never seen Friday the 13th, the original one, and you don't like being spoiled, as far as in movies, then you may want to turn this off. And more than likely you have seen it because most people who've watched horror movies have seen Friday the 13th. But just in case you haven't, you may want to turn this off. Um, so that being said, you're still here. So let's get started. Uh, Friday the 13th takes place in 1958. Um, it's a group of camp counselors that are singing at a fireplace and two of the counselors sleep, sneak off. When they went to go sneak off, they actually went to go have sex. Before they even get started, someone catches them, and then that person, you don't know who this person is because it's the first person or a point of view camera, but they kill the counselors. And then we do a time skip to 1980, or the present day. Um, from there we see a hitchhiker, which is a female counselor, going to a diner. And she's asking people in the diner, hey, I'm trying to get to Crystal Lake. Can anybody give me a lift? Are there any buses? Is there any means of transportation for me to get there? So everyone was hesitant at first because a lot of the locals are scared of Crystal Lake. Um, but a guy volunteers and says, hey, you know, I'll take her. So upon them leaving, they run into this guy who tells them, you know, if you go, he tells the girl, I hear you're going to Crystal Lake. If you go, that's Camp Blood. The place is cursed. You will die. Do not go. She laughs it off and she proceeds with the guy. So as the guy is actually taking the camper or the counselor to Crystal Lake, he's telling her, you know, just to let you know, two people did die at that um, at Crystal Lake and a little boy drowned a year before. So in like 1957, a little boy drowned. Um, the camp has been condemned ever since. So you shouldn't go. You know, people shut it down. In fact, I don't even know why are you going. So she was telling him, hey, we're going to set up camp there. We have some campers going. Uh, some of the counselors are there now. They're just waiting on me because I'm the cook there. So the guy ends up dropping her off near the entrance to the camp. And we get a shot of the counselors. So it's about a good eight, eight to nine counselors. And they're just setting up camp for the campers. Because the campers are going to be there in like two weeks. But then we go back to the hitchhiker. And she gets another ride front to Crystal Lake. 
So this time you get a first person shot um, of the hitchhiker and you don't see who the driver is. And upon the drive, they happen to pass Crystal Lake. And the hitchhiker's saying, hey, we passed Crystal Lake. Where are we going? Since the car doesn't stop, the hitchhiker starts to panic and jumps out of a moving car. So the hitchhiker's running from this, her assailant. And thus, well, she gets caught. And her throat gets slashed. And that's it for the hitchhiker. So we go back to the counselors. And the counselors are setting up camp. Um, they're playing around with each other, having fun, doing what I guess camp counselors do. So, but then they start getting picked off one by one. Um, pretty creative deaths up until it's two people remaining um, a lady named Alice and a guy named Bill. And Bill and Alice try to find a way to escape, they try the car. None of the cars are working. They try a phone. Of course, the phone doesn't work. And then Bill separates himself from Alice to try to find a means of help and tells her to wait inside. So while waiting inside, Alice um, sees Bill's dead body and she panics and she sees somebody pulls up. As she, this person pulls up, she runs to them and it's an older lady. Um, she lets her know, hey, I'm Mrs. Voorhees. I'm a friend of one of the counselors that was here. You know, what's going on? And Alice tells her, you know, all the counselors are dead. You know, I don't know what's going on. I need to get out of here. And so she introduced herself to Mrs. Voorhees. And she's like, oh, okay, well, I'll go ahead and help. And we can go ahead and see what's going on. But then Alice starts getting suspicious. And Mrs. Voorhees starts telling her a story that she had a son named Jason, and today was his birthday, and he just so happened to die at this camp by means of drowning. And the only reason why he drowned is because the counselors who were supposed to be watching him were off having sex. So he died, they're responsible, they died, and here we are. But then she flipped it on Alice and said, you know, you're responsible for my son's death or my son's death. So and she starts saying killer mommy as if Jason was speaking for her or that she was speaking to Jason, which freaked out Alice. And then Alice tried to run away from her. But then they ended up fighting. And eventually Alice actually kills Jason's mom. So she finds a machete and she chops her head off. And from there, you see Alice in the middle of the lake because she took a boat to the lake to wait for the police. And the police show up and see Alice, but then a decomposed body or a little boy pulls Alice into the Camp Crystal Lake. So, but from there she wakes up and she's questioning was it a dream, but it wasn't a dream. So she asked what happened to the little boy who was at the lake. And they said there was no little boy at the lake. And they confirmed the deaths of every other counselor that was there. So Alice just kind of looked and said, well, the little boy is still there. And then the movie Face Black. That's your Friday 13th movie. Um, I really, really like this movie. And I'm not going to go on how everyone died individually because that would take, just take way too long. And you need to go see it for yourself again if you haven't seen it. And if you need to go back down memory lane, today, this day, is Friday the 13th. So 
it's on TV right now. As you're listening to this, you can go through the cable guide, or I'm sure you have Netflix. It's going to be on there. Um, but again, I love the story. I love the fact that the killer had a reason to kill everyone, and it wasn't just dumb luck like, oh, well, I'm just killing people just because of a stupid reason. I don't know. She had a legitimate reason being the counselors was responsible for her death or for her son's death. And she's taking out on every single person who's a camp counselor. So she's going to hang out at Crystal Lake. That was her idea. That was her goal. She's going to hang out at Crystal Lake and just kill any camp counselor that was there. So I'm okay with that. And then the beauty part of that is, spoiler, it passed down to Jason because Jason was like, well, crap. You killed everybody from from Crystal Lake. I'm going to kill everybody from Crystal Lake. Cool. You have a setup for so many sequels because that alone can just spawn constant movies. But then again, foreshadowing because they spawned a lot of movies because of this. So, again, the motive was there and that's what I like. Um, The music was good. Soundtrack was good. The acting was convincing. Um, you're convinced when the counselors were scared, you actually felt somewhat fear for them. Um, you didn't know who the killer was to the very end of the movie, which is always a plus. It's always a plus. Uh, what else? And it flowed well. It flowed really well. Because you got your character introduction. Um, you've seen the backstory. You've seen the, the counselors who are responsible for Jason's death. You've seen them die. So everything was complete with this movie. Um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, fun facts about Friday the 13th. Um, Kevin Bacon was in the movie, so he was one of the camp counselors. So that was really, really interesting to see him. Um, in one of the fight scenes, well, in the final fight scene, where Betsy Palmer, Jason's mother, and Adrian King, or Adriana King, um, Alice, when they were fighting, um, Betsy slapped, um, well... Jason's mom slapped Alice so hard that she was crying in real life because, you know, she smacked her really hard. So when you watch the movie, that's a legit slap that she does. Um, and behind the scenes, you know, Betsy came up to her and was like, you know, hey, my bad. Um, it's just that's how it works on stage. Once the cameras are on, you know, anything goes. So, oops. Um, so that was pretty much a fun fact. Also, and I didn't know this up until recently, um, the that is pretty much a kill, 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 mama, mama. So it symbolizes Jason saying kill mommy or kill mama. So I didn't know that. Um, that was a pretty much a fun fact. So that's Friday 13th. Uh, let me know what you think. You know, I always, I'm always doing the talking. Let me know what you think. If you like Friday the 13th, if you hated Friday the 13th, when they remade the movie, Jason was pretty much your antagonist throughout all the Friday the 13th. This is the only Friday the 13th that Jason Voorhees is not the killer, whereas this is her mother, or his mother, that's the killer. And his mother teleported in this movie because someone was running, and she was in one area, and then she teleported somewhere else. So, and killed the person. Plus, she had a nice arsenal of weapons. So, she was well-versed in her craft. So, this is where Jason got all of that good stuff from.
Um, everything is explained, and again, that's why I love this movie. So I would give it a four out of five. I know I haven't rated horror movies as of late. Um, other half is garbage. That would probably get like a one out of five. Um, I don't know what I did before with other halves. I think some of the Krampus movies, but we're not gonna get on that. So, oh excuse me, I'm over here drinking some water, and but then again, y'all need to know that. So as always, you can catch me on any type of social media. Just type in horror review. Uh, and be sure to like, share, subscribe. If you know people who like horror movies, just say, hey, it's the guy who rambles about horror movies, but he actually picks some good ones. So you may want to just give him a quick listen. Uh, that'd be always appreciated. Um, as far as you go, thank you for listening to this. And with that being said, um, this is Triple Seven signing off. Thank you.